Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the 2021 film, The Kingsman. One of the best things about having a home studio is seconds after I finish a movie in the living room, I can walk into the office and record a quick podcast. I've been looking forward to this movie for quite some time. From the very first preview that I thought they were going to do a prequel to two of my favorite movies. Well, I really love the first Kingsman movie. I thought the second one was okay. On repeat watches, it's okay. But I really love the first one. It almost went over the top with the church scene. But other than that, I really, really enjoy the first one. I thought it was really great. And if they could make them like the second one, I'd, I'd deal with it, you know. So we got this preview years ago, and by the way, I guess I should do my short version part of the review. Um, This is for fans only, unfortunately. It's two hours and ten minutes long, and the movie you want is the last 30 minutes. That's the short version. So after two movies, they green-lighted Matthew Vaughn to make a third movie, but not uh, a sequel continuing the story of the characters, no, a prequel that would tell us the beginnings of the Kingsman. And I got to admit, the first trailer, I was like, okay, this could be good. You know, they got a good bad guy. This Rasputin guy looks pretty evil, and he's bad, and the, the fight scenes look great and everything. And then COVID and movie delays and all that kind of stuff. And then it, it hit theaters, and it didn't do very well. And it, it's coming out next week on Blu-ray and 4K and just popped up on HBO Max today. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll watch it. A friend of mine tried to get through it, said it was hard. Uh, the reviews have not been kind either, but I like Ray Fiennes. I like everybody in the movie. Um, you know, let's give it a shot. Well, like I said in the short part of the review, the movie that you want, the Kingsman movie that you want, is the last 30 minutes. The largest part of this movie is more akin to the movie 1917 than it is a Kingsman movie. It's not funny. It's not a comedy. It's, at least for the first hour, hour and a half, it's a drama, Uh, a family drama, a historical drama. There's a couple of action scenes here and there, but the first joke is about 45 minutes in, and it's quick, and it's over, and that's like the only joke for two hours. The movie overall is just not funny. It gets fun. It has that same fun feeling that some of the scenes in the original Two Kingsmen felt like. Well, this movie's not a comedy. I don't. I hope it's not listed as a comedy. I didn't think it was. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, it's not meant to be a comedy. It's They don't tell jokes. They don't... Once or twice, there's a few funny things that happen, but it's not... You would consider the first two Kingsman movies comedies. I mean, Elton John, come on. They're, they were funny. Um, this plays out very seriously. Um, it's very dark. It's very emotional. Um... I don't mean this as any slight to the movie. If you call it a Kingsman movie, we kind of expect something. It's like calling a movie John Wick and then having this family drama in the middle of it. (laughs) It's not what we go to see a John Wick movie for. The origin story does play a little bit more like 1917. It's it's a it's a throwback to World War One and and behind the scenes and political stuff. And like I said, they do introduce a good bad guy and and there's there's a couple of good fight scenes, but they're really quick. I mean, they're incredibly well choreographed, and the entire movie is well filmed. It's got some incredible transitions. You don't see transitions like this since like Highlander, where it'll zoom in on somebody's mustache and then zoom out on somebody else's or into the eye 
eyes and out on somebody else's eyes. And, and they do those kind of transitions several times in the movie, but they're really well done, not badly done. Um, and there's a zippiness to to parts of it. It, it. it retains that cartoonish type feel that most of the Kingsmen felt like this has in little spurts. And like I said, when you finally get to where the movie, I don't want to get in any spoilers because if you want to watch this and you have HBO Max, you might as well. Uh, HBO Max is one of the more expensive, considering of all of the streaming services. I think you should get your most out of the money. I mean, it costs almost as much as, as Netflix. And I tend to watch Netflix a lot more often. But anyway, this movie popped up. Also weird, I'm going to have to look up why HBO Max is getting these 20th Century Fox movies when Disney owns 20th Century Fox and should be releasing them on Disney Plus, I guess. Maybe this doesn't fit the Disney Plus, what they want to do. It's definitely rated R. It's very violent. Um, When you have the fight scenes that you have, it's definitely well choreographed. It's definitely a Kingsman movie in that respect. And the last half hour feels very much like a Kingsman movie. But it's two hours and ten minutes long. I like everybody in the movie, and I I have to give extra props to Ray Fiennes. In the last few James Bond movies, he's looked; they've made him look fairly old, and he carries an action movie. Well, he's he's got to play young in this movie. He's got to play old in this movie. He's got to play injured in this movie. And by the end, he. Pretty much carries the movie. He did a great job. <laughs> I could see why at his age he would want to do this movie. It makes him look like a superhero. It makes him look, you know, it may, he did a great job in this um, multifaceted action role. I liked everybody else in the movie. I, I, they got primarily an unknown to play the son. I don't know if that was the right way to go as important as that character is to the plot of the movie. I don't know. I have really mixed feelings about this movie. And now we're into it. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm having a, to struggle to keep watching it. But it's, again, really well made. The cinematography, the costumes, the, the camera shots, the, 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 well, that's cinematography, isn't it? Um, money was spent on this movie. It looks great. It plays great. Everybody's acting great. The makeup is great. There's a lot of practical effects. There's some CG, but there's a lot of practical effects. But honestly, I buy a lot of movies. I don't have to own this one. I I hate saying that because there's like a a box set coming out with all three of them. And I've got the first two in 4K and I've got a steel book of one and the special edition of the other and... Yeah, this one was coming out next week. I was just going to buy it, but it popped up on HBO Max. I'm like, well, let me watch it first before I spend money on it. I would say watch it before you spend money on it. If, if you have HBO Max, you can watch it for free. It's available now. Again, I don't want to say it's a bad movie. It's just not what I wanted out of a Kingsman movie. It's Last time I checked, it was at like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it is a, a, a well-made movie. It's just not what you expect. So if you go into it expecting more of a, a historical drama with a a nice final third Kingsman-ish ending, then uh, give it a shot. If you like the first two Kingsman movies, you got to watch it to see how it all starts. That There's some great nods to that towards the end. And some of the things... I want to talk about the plot twist, but that's... 
you would enjoy the movie much more if I don't talk about the, the two major plot twists in the film. So watch it. Maybe we'll come back and do a spoiler, uh, heavy spoiler show. Uh, the King's Man. Hmm. It, maybe if there wasn't so much hype built up on it that I'd wanted to, I've wanted to see this for over two years. Finally saw it and had a hard time staying awake in the middle of it. Daniel Bruhl, by the way, from the Marvel Universe is in this. I thought he did good too. I thought everybody, I thought, again, it, it's kind of like Nightmare Alley, which is a really well-made, great film that I just didn't, you know, it was just okay. And this one, same way, it, it's really well-made. I wouldn't quite so, go so far as to say great. I just think it, it felt like a misfire. And Matthew Vaughn wrote it, directed it, produced it. His company, Marv, they're, they're all, you know, they've been behind all three Um I don't know what happened. I, I see why now it sat on a shelf for a while, and the marketing didn't really do it justice because the marketing showed you only the action and only the handful of funny scenes, and there's a lot more to it. I'll give you that. And if you want to watch a good – I mean, it is a good flick. Just don't think of it as a Kingsman movie, and then at the end you'll be pleasantly surprised that it links back to the Kingsman movies. Uh, it's streaming now on HBO Max. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Keeping the podcast going. Thank you for being a part of it, listening to it. I couldn't do it without you. Have a great one. <laughs>